all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedy for Women, the show all about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I'm Karen Brown with Dr. Michelle Owens, specialist in maternal fetal medicine and OBGYN at UMMC, and surgical pathologist Dr. Allie Brown. Have you ever used garlic for a sore throat? Eaten chocolate to calm a cough? Stop your feet from stinking with vinegar? Or soaked your fingers in green tea to make your nails stronger? Today's topic is all about home remedies. Simple, inexpensive, non-prescription ways to cure what ails you. Get your questions and comments ready and call 1-877-MPB-RING. 1-877-672-7464 or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. We'll be back to start the show after news from NPR on MPB Think Radio. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. The Pentagon confirms it has detected a North Korean missile launch. Alarmed by this latest development, South Korea's National Security Council is holding a meeting shortly. Pyongyang has repeatedly defied international demands against conducting missile tests. NPR has learned the leader of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Unit is stepping down. Our correspondent, Carrie Johnson, reports Thomas Wheeler notified staffers about his decision this week. Thomas Wheeler is an Indiana lawyer with close personal and professional ties to Vice President Mike Pence. Wheeler has led the Civil Rights Division at Justice through some controversial moves this year. That includes reversing Obama-era guidance on protections for transgender students and switching positions on a key voting rights case in Texas. Wheeler has made prosecuting hate crimes a priority during his time at the department. Lawyers say he never intended to take the job on a permanent basis. He'll be replaced for now by a deputy, John Gore. President Trump's nominee to lead the Civil Rights Division at Justice permanently has yet to get a confirmation hearing in the Senate. Carrie Johnson, NBR News, Washington. Congressional Democrats are again calling for bipartisan solutions to the health care debate on Capitol Hill after Senate Republicans were again unable to push through a GOP proposal aimed at dismantling the Affordable Care Act. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. Nobody has said Obamacare is perfect. Nobody has said our health care system doesn't need fixing. The problem was when they started, when they tried to just pull the rug out from under the existing health care system. Overnight, Republican Senator John McCain cast the deciding vote that delivered a defeat of the GOP legislation to solely repeal ACA or Obamacare. Well, President Trump is now taking his administration's agenda to combat illegal immigration to Long Island today. Here's NPR's Joel Rose. Trump is set to speak in Brentwood, New York, in a part of Long Island that's seen a string of gruesome murders attributed to the ultraviolent street gang known as MS-13. He's expected to draw a link between illegal immigration and gang-related violence and to urge Congress to dedicate more funding for border enforcement and faster deportations. Trump has made cracking down on MS-13 a top priority, saying earlier this week that his administration is, quote, liberating our towns and we're liberating our cities. 
But some local officials on Long Island are concerned that the president's rhetoric and policies are scaring immigrants, who are the primary victims of MS-13, and making it less likely for them to cooperate with police. Joel Rose, NPR News. U.S. stocks mixed this hour with the Dow up six points at 21,802. NASDAQ is off 12 points. It's at 6370. S&P is down five points. It stands at 2470. From Washington, this is NPR News. Kenya is preparing to hold elections and pledging to skeptical voters that the process will be free and fair. NPR's Ada Peralta reports from an opposition rally just outside the Kenyan capital. The country's election commission says Kenya's new electronic voting system is rig-proof. Dead people will not vote and ballots will not be stuffed, the commission's chairman says. In 2007, irregularities led to violent clashes that killed more than 1,000 Kenyans. Meanwhile, the two leading candidates are crisscrossing the country, with the polls showing a dead heat 10 days before elections. Ada Peralta, NPR News, at a campaign rally in Kitangale, Kenya. In Pakistan, opposition leader Imran Khan, an icon in the sport of cricket, is hailing the disqualification of Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif's attempt to hold office. He says Sharif's absence will now help the government combat corruption. Authorities in Los Angeles say they have broken up a sex trafficking ring involving teenage girls operating in California, Nevada, and Texas. Danielle Carson reports three suspects are now facing charges. The suspects used stolen identities to rent apartments and expensive cars to house and transport the victims. Predators use social media to get information and then contact victims. There were more cases of human trafficking reported in California than in any other state last year. And L.A. County is a major stop for operations that peddle hundreds of victims around the West Coast. Danielle Carson reporting. I'm Lakshmi Singh, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from Progressive Insurance, committed to protecting cars and drivers, whether on the open road or having a driveway moment while listening to NPR. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Americans for the Arts at AmericansfortheArts.org. This is Southern Remedy for Women with Dr. Michelle Owens on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show, women at mpbonline.org. And now, Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening to Southern Remedy for Women. I'm Karen Brown. Dr. Michelle Owens is here. She is an OBGYN and fetal uh, and specialist. Thank you. Medicine. Specialist in maternal <laughs> fetal medicine and OBGYN at UMMC. Also, surgical pathologist Dr. Allie Brown is here. Today, we're talking about home remedies. And I know there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them. And our phone is already ringing. So awesome. <laughs> this is going to be the biggest call-in show, I just know it, of this show's history because everyone has a home remedy. Now, what makes home remedies good, if they work, is that they're inexpensive, you don't need a prescription, you know, eat stuff that's around the house, it's easy to find. So we're going to talk about some of those and the ones you want to talk about. If you want to call us with a question or a home remedy or comment of any kind, the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring 
1-877-672-7464 or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. Good morning, doctors. Good morning. Good morning. Do we get to give our disclaimer for the for this show? So we are going to be talking about home remedies and um, some things that you might be able to use to kind of help cure or deal with certain ailments or illnesses. Um, we will say that this is not considered to be, you know, in lieu of um, medical therapy, but it or can solid be- medical advice. <laughs> Well, it can still be, it's it's reasonable medical advice, I think, but at the same time, um, what I do believe is that it's important that we emphasize that, you know, these are things that you can try, tempering measures, et cetera, but if you have a problem and it persists or um, continues to get worse. Or then, if you have an infection. Yeah, this is definitely not supposed to stand in for being evaluated if you have a persistent illness or something that's continuing or worsening. So just wanted to make sure everybody's on the same page with respect to that because, um you know, but the other piece is that there are lots of people who are not only in our listening audience, but um, just in in general in our population in the country and in our state who are interested in some temporizing measures or other things that they can do that might be non-medicinal or, um, you know, that may not require them taking off work or taking the time to have to go um, to seek emergency care or something like that. And so um, there are some of these things that might be able to give people help that could potentially keep them out of a doctor's office or uh, make them feel a little bit better while they're waiting to get to their doctor. All right. Before we go to the phone, I'm going to tell you, this is the weirdest one ever. My friend Harriet used to get ganglions, a ganglion cysts mm-hmm. on her like uh, wrist and it was big. And the way she'd get rid of it, she'd smack her arm on the table. It works. And I It'll looked come it back, up and that's what you do. You just, just pop it. But it'll come back if you don't excise the capsule I, of it. But. I was just horrified when I saw that. And then she lifted her arm and it was gone. I'm like, what? Is- well, you know, those cysts are, they, so you get collections. So by definition, like cysts are, they have a fluid um, contained within them. And so, yeah, if you can find a way for that fluid to seep out or to drain out. It doesn't seem like that'd be the best well, way. I was just I looking at it. one under the microscope like half an hour ago, oh interestingly. Gosh. yeah, well, somebody, that person didn't get their smacked. They, they had actually had excised. it excised. Yeah. All right. Right away, we have Dennis calling in from Starkville. Hi, Dennis. Yes, hi. Do you have a question? Yes, I do. My wife has neuropathy in her feet. She is not diabetic. And she is under the impression that if she had a flu shot or a shot for shingles or any of the other for pneumonia or whatever, that this would make her condition worse. And I wonder if that is something to be concerned about. So um, how long does she know what has caused her neuropathy? Has anybody ever told her what the etiology of the neuropathy is? Well, she thinks it came from a long time ago when she was trying to qualify to run in a race and she got sore feet from that and and from that she got uh, pains in her feet. So this is something that's been long standing? It goes back many years now I guess from the 1980s. So um, usually um, when we think about reasons why um, people Um, or things related to nerves that would keep a person from being able to have a vaccine. Um, It's usually if they have, so there's something called Guillain-Barre, which is a nerve disease where um, 
the actual nerves themselves lose the the lining that surrounds them. Um, we the myelin sheath which wraps the the actual nerves. And so if you have that to occur, it's usually self limited. It usually will um, correct itself. And most people who have it don't have. Um, persistent deficits. However, in some instances, they may. Now, if you have Guillain-Barre, then that is one of the things that you will often hear as a contraindication or a medical reason why people would not um, be a candidate for immunizations. That's something that your doctor should A, tell you if you have it, and B, if you've had that history before, you should tell that to anyone before you take vaccines. Um, But just for um, neuropathy that is either just from use, overuse, or that had that doesn't have any other um, etiology associated with like a Guillain-Barre or something like that, that should not be a problem. But, you know, if there's any particular question, um, then she can definitely discuss that with her provider and they can check and see if there's any other information in her past medical history that might be a reason why she would not be a candidate. But just from that, what you said um, today, it doesn't sound like that would be a problem. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you, Dennis. So talking about um, home remedies today, and I found a couple that I included in the intro. Don't make your own vaccines. We'll start with that. No, no, but (laughs) the one that I thought was really great was to have a couple pieces of dark chocolate to stop a cough that it works better than cough medicine. I've also heard that a spoonful of sugar does the same thing. It's better for a cough than cough medicine. Well, Dr. Know, Brown's giving me this look like, uh, what are you, nuts? These home remedies, I'm, I'm such a skeptic when I hear these things, but oh, what's the mechanism for that? So the mechanism, Dr. Brown, mm-hmm. um, is the theobromine, which is a compound that is found in chocolate. And in um, studies, because we always talk about, you know, evidence and research, um, the theobromine compounds that are found in chocolate actually have been as as successful or even more effective in stopping coughs than codeine. So I guess if you it think depends about those, on why you have a cough. Also. Indeed, absolutely. Um, and there, you know, she's still making that face. I, am. <laughs> I know she's gonna. She has her eyes. I mean, I know that it's. A, I know like uh, the theophylline theobromine, you know, connection and all exactly. that. But not theophylline doesn't stop every cough, right? It's mostly about bronco. You know, when your airway gets tight. Or right, we're not talking, talking about, about that. We're talking remedies. about chocolate. <laughs> and we're talking about chocolate, and chocolate has theobromine in it, and it does. I work. love dark chocolate though. So, but be careful about taking it at bedtime because it's got caffeine in it too. Now, also, you're supposed to do sugar, take a spoonful of sugar for hiccups. That's supposed to stop hiccups. For hiccups, you have to hold your breath, and while you're holding your breath, swallow three times. Now, you know what I do? Hold my ears and my nose, fingers and ears and nose, and drink water. That's just... Works how do you time. do that? How oh, do you straw, put your fingers in your nose and in your ears at the same time? It's really... It's oh, really, we should you guys could see, Karen. Oh, my gosh. We should go live <laughs> There's a way so to do you it. could see this. There's a way to do it, but it's it's kind of hard, but... But I do it with my son all the time, and then I'll I'll hold the glass for him. Okay, so here's here's my cure for hiccups. Now, the sugar thing with the hiccups is supposedly they say that, and it's not just sugar because salt salt will work, but right. grainy substances. So salt will work too, but sugar is just, of course, a lot probably a lot more pleasant for people <laughs> to to try. Um, but the thing that I do for hiccups is if you just count the length of time. In between one hiccup and the next, and maybe this comes from counting contractions, but if you count the length of time between one hiccup and the next and hold your breath through 
one to two scheduled hiccups, then they usually that go must away be the holding the breath and swallow three times. It's thing, about it takes breaking, a while. It's about breaking that because it's it's um, a reentry type phenomenon. So there's this circuit, and you're breaking that cycle up. And when you break that cycle up, you're more likely for them to resolve. But you know, everyone has their own cure for hiccups. Everyone has their own thing about hiccups. I would, but how many really work? Hold your breath. It doesn't work for me. Mine is you have to drink your rosé really fast. <laughs> you That's got the wine in earlier in the show. Stuff. I know. Uh, I, just, I, just, I just try to get, get it. Oh, get my gosh. In. Give us a call with your cures, your home remedies, or your questions about home remedies at one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also send an email if you'd prefer to women at mpbonline.org. I put something on Facebook asking people to send in theirs. And Jerusha Stevens, who's been on the show multiple yes. times, our favorite acupuncturist. Absolutely. She says apple cider vinegar for plantar warts. But I, which I guess oh. I can understand is acidic, right? It's like yeah. we'll burn it off mm-hmm. gradually over time. That's Thanks, why you, Jerusha. That's why you put vinegar on your smelly feet, your stinky feet. That is awesome. I do have stinky feet. Well, put vinegar she on. She did say that earlier today, too. Because She's I wear like, shoes I without socks, feet. you know? That's, you know, that's not good. Well, I mean, what you going to do? Cotton socks. Well, you should so wear cotton your, socks. So your cure for stinky feet should just be wearing socks. But that's, I mean, when people think about why your feet smell, and um, Dr. Thomas has actually shared that with us before, is that, you know, it's about it's about sweating. And so the things Theater. that you can mm-hmm. do to eliminate sweating um, for your feet will actually help. And actually, spray because of Dr. Thomas, I put antiperspirant on my yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. It works. It I thought work. that was the oddest thing. Go and she figure. said, no, no, if you don't want to sweat, put that on your feet. You and it works. You get Botox injection, too, if uh, they're really bad. For we need to take our first break. We're, we, we're not going to be able to stop talking. This is too exciting. It's great. All right, give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring 877-672-7464, or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. We're talking about home remedies that work. Or you can call with ones that you've tried that don't work and you want to warn us about them. We'll be right back on Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. You count on MPB News for in-depth coverage of issues that matter to you. The state's ongoing opioid epidemic. A bill to allow guns in churches. The child welfare crisis. And the best radio newscast in the state. Those are just a few of the stories behind 10 new Associated Press Awards and another Edward R. Murrow Award. For the award-winning coverage you've come to expect, count on us. We are MPB News. We are MPB News. We are MPB News. We are MPB News. To listen to stories and shows, go to mpbonline.org. 
This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show, women at mpbonline.org. We're back on Southern Remedy for Women. I'm Karen Brown, Dr. Michelle Owens, Dr. Ali Brown. We're all talking about, or they're talking about, (laughs) they're the experts. I just asked the question. We're talking about home remedies today. And we have uh, callers waiting. And right away, we go to the phone. And Joseph is calling in from Brookhaven. Hi, Joseph. Hey, how you doing? Good. Do you have a question? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Okay. When I was a kid, about fourth or fifth grade, I played with a little kid. He had these they call them tettles, but they might be called ringworms, I guess, in his head. And I played with him, and I got them, and then my little brother got them. And my mom took us to doctors, tried to get rid of them for, you know, for the whole while school was out. Then at the end of school, when the figs got on the tree and they were green, this old guy came and got me and my brother, and it took us to the fig tree. And you know, when the figs are green, they mean you break them off the little milk that be on the fig. They put that on the tettles, and they. When school was over, when school started back, they were gone. Wow. Well, that's a new one, huh? Yeah, to and, use um, the stuff out I of the field. Grown, I mean, a couple of little boys when I was back, maybe about 15 years ago, little boys in my neighborhood had them, and they mama couldn't get rid of them. I took them to the fig tree and put the little fig milk on the tail, and they were gone. Yeah, they, and the juice of figs, um, although that's not something that's really popular, but the truth is that when you have um, ringworm, so ringworm is a, a fungal infection, and, you know, it's des- most people recognize it because it's usually circular um, in its appearance, and it's on, it can be on the skin. But when you have a fungus in the hair, it can be really difficult to treat, and you can actually have hair loss as a result of it. So it can be very um, distressing um, for kids who have ringworm in their hair or who have this um, fungal infection in their hair because it can, uh, if it's in the scalp, it can actually affect hair growth. But um, while you mentioned that, and that's not something that's very well known, um, it is one of the things that's listed as a home remedy that can be used to kind of help treat um, ringworm in the scalp. But that's yeah, great. Because when you think about treating patients, oftentimes topical agents aren't used, you know, they use these oral antifungals, which can be kind of nasty for, for when it's on your scalp or when it has like a carry-on, when it makes that big lump. So the fig would be an interesting thing to try, better than taking maybe initially some of the antifungals. But again, make sure you check with your doctor. Yeah, it's the juice the of the fig. Mm-hmm. It burns. <laughs> I yeah, bet. I'm sure it I does. My little brother, they picked him up and they when they put it on there, they had him in there, and his little feet were just going. <laughs> <laughs> you were torturing a little brother. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it worked. Got, it, got him taken care of. Joseph, <laughs> great comment. Thank you so much for your phone call. Thank you. Now we have Mikey calling in from Mobile. Hi, Mikey. Was he saying fig, F-I-G, juice? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, Mr. Um, uh, okay, I'm calling in with, you know, hopefully my contribution here. Because um, this is the summer and stuff happens. Uh, there are poisons like poison ivy, poison sumac, poison, yeah, whatever, um, uh, that you can get from plants. 
because you got to be out playing, hopefully, you know? Yeah, Mikey, you, we know you're a big outdoors person anyway, because a lot of times when you call, you always have some great tips about sunscreen, and you talk about being out in the garden and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we know outdoors is your thing. So how, what do you do? What, what kinds of things have you encountered in Mobile? Indoors, it would be more fun. However, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, actually, that's not true. That's not true. I'm just joking there. Um, the thing that I have discovered that works for me, um, uh, people, I spoke with uh, Dr. Rick on Wednesday um, regarding uh, a reaction that was very poison ivy-like. I've been outdoors enough to know that it was like, like I said, poison ivy, poison, you know, sumac, poison, whatever, um, uh, because everybody has different allergies. And the thing that has worked for me that was given to me by, I mean, you know, after years of suffering, I mean, suffering with some really bad poison ivy infestations. Don't keep um, us hanging. What is it? What, what did you do? <laughs> okay, you ready? We're ready. <laughs> A very inexpensive antiperspirant deodorant you take it you rub it on but you do it as fast as you can as fast as you think you're seeing it okay and it will it will stop the onset it will stop the copious weeping you know um uh you know that kind of stuff um it will really really help you know and for me covering it also which you know the Previously, I'd always heard leaving it uncovered. That does not work for me. Um, and I'm sure that there are other people who have, you know, certain gradations and certain ways of, of being, uh, you know. Uh, the other thing that I have to say, insect stings, the good old apple cider vinegar, insect stings, insect bites, whatever, for most people works. All right. Well, that's great. Thanks so much, Mikey, Thank you, for Mikey. sharing. We appreciate it. I think apple cider vinegar is probably the best thing for anything. Well, here's the thing. She mentioned um, using deodorant, and I wonder if it's because most of those, and I we didn't get a chance to ask if it was aerosolized or if she's talking about like a roll-on or something like that. But in aerosolized um, deodorants, there may sometimes be um, alcohol derivatives or types of alcohol. And, you know, alcohol is something that can be used to help minimize the discomfort. Rubbing alcohol can be used to minimize discomfort from rashes related to um, to um, poison ivy and uh, also aluminum. So if you think about a lot of different things that that you may find in some of those deodorants, then that may be it as well. Um there are because there are some people who are very aluminum sensitive and as a result they have a totally different they have to use different kinds of deodorant as a person who's actually looked for a aluminum naive deodorant for a person who you know had an alert had an allergic reaction to the aluminum those can be difficult to find probably have to go to a health food store yeah it was it was really difficult to to find but um yeah so aluminum and alcohol those things together may actually help to make that a little bit more bearable but we like to thank mikey for calling in and and sharing her experiences if you want to call in with a comment with a with a home remedy that's worked for you or you have a question about how to treat something maybe with a home remedy give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING 1-877-672-7464 or send an email to women at mpbonline.org i've got one Go. How about um, for bad breath or what we call halitosis? Um, a good home remedy is um, lemon juice, 
along with yogurt. Hmm. Yeah. So you together get, at the same time. Swallow lemon juice. So no, you gargle with it. You don't have to swallow it. And then you have this sour puss. So then you have yeah, to gargle with yogurt. And I think that's the <laughs> so the acidic nature of the lemon juice, of course, has a negative effect on bacteria. Um, and if you get the plain unsweetened yogurt, because we know that sugar helps to promote bacterial growth within our oral cavity, um, you can get like say for example those probiotic yogurts or yogurts that have lactobacillus in them, and um, so that helps to replace the bad bacteria with good bacteria that don't pr- produce bad smells. But also, I guess we should mention, if you have long-standing bad breath that you can't really explain, you should go see a dentist. You know, it could be a sign of some sort of um, care, you know, dental, I want to say caries, cavities or gum disease sometimes or something have, like yeah, that. And sometimes people who have, um, and, it's, and the bad breath may not always be the, it, the first thing, but um, definitely those people who have tooth abscesses and poor dentition also struggle with bad breath. And then sometimes the things, of course, that we eat. Um, but just if you need a little quick fix, you know, a spoonful of unsweetened yogurt and a quick swish and swallow with or a little swish and spit with the uh, lemon, the lemon juice, juice is enough to kind of get you on the right uh, get you on the right path. And it lasts a long time. So there you go. Now, I see, I, I saw that using garlic for a sore throat works, but I don't know what that means, swallowing pieces of garlic. Garlic burns. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and I, so I guess some people will, um, they will, like, do infusions. Um, they can, not like infusions, like this kind of infusion, but like infuse fluids so they'll seep the garlic in mm-hmm. water and and do that um, because it is garlic is very caustic if you've ever been cooking because um, i used some last night and i had a little paper cut on my finger and Ooh, boy it's like yeah. it did it burned so badly so you have to be really careful with garlic and you know we talk about utilization of garlic for these um skin lesions or things that we have going on with our skin and you just have to be really careful because just like um, our caller had said earlier, talking about the fig juice burning, um, when you put garlic on your skin, it can very much irritate the, the skin. And if it's a skin lesion, it's probably already irritated and inflamed anyway. So there can be some discomfort associated with that. Just something to be mindful of as, you're, as we're talking about using these things. Back to the phone we go. Sarah's calling in from Bartlett, Tennessee. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Do you have a question or a comment? Yes, I have a question. I was in the gym, and I had my shoes on. I take all the precautions when I'm in a wet environment. But I still on my big toe, I picked up some kind of a nail fungus. And I had tried everything, the home remedies, the apple cider vinegar, the Epsom salt, many different things I have looked up trying to try, including Lamisil, oral Lamisil. My doctor, I have a, a doctor, he's tried uh, different oral medications, but nothing is working. In the meantime, it has spread to my other nails on my foot. So I'm kind of desperate about doing something about it because my nail is getting sick mm-hmm. and uh, it's just humiliating. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. So are there any home remedies or anything that, that does work that y'all have heard of success with? Well, you know, you have um, you named pretty much all the ones that I could think of that I have heard pretty much um that have been touted to work with respect to um, foot fungus and nail fungus. What I will tell you, though, is that um, foot fungus is really hard to get rid of. 
and it takes a long time. It's a whole lot easier to get than it is to get rid of. Yeah, sometimes you have to take those medicines a long time. Well, yeah, and even that's in the nails, it's even worse. I mean, and that's yeah. kind of one of the things like many people who have had um, nails applied on their hands know that same thing because that's one of the things that we see more nail fungus in women in their hands because they go to these nail shops and sometimes they will pick up a fungus as a result or a fungus will grow there. Once it gets into the nail, it, it takes a long time to get rid of and so what i would say and you said that you're under the care of a physician who is um who's kind of been monitoring this um you kind of have to have a tincture of patience when it comes to treatment because even with um strong um anti-fungal medications it takes a long time of consistently taking it in order for you to see a significant change and when it and the other piece is that that bad part of the nail has to kind of grow out in a way. Um, But what I would also recommend is if um, the physician that you're seeing is not a podiatrist, they might want to consider sending you to the podiatrist and they may be able to tell you if there's something else. He is a podiatrist. He has suggested laser or removing my nails. Mm -hmm. Some spastic like that, but laser's not for sure, but it's a very expensive procedure. Yeah. I I just don't want to have my nails taken off my foot. I, I was being very careful at the gym. I always put my shoes on and all that, but this was the gym that should be clean. It was the university gym where I was going to the pool. And so be careful when you go to the pool. Sometimes you think I'm in a clean territory. You went to my shoes on, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the case. Well, thank you so much for that little added tip, especially because a lot of people are uh, utilizing pools during this time of the year. And so right. it's just something to think about. You always think about it in the shower, but do you right. make, and, and if you think about it, pool situations and pool uh, pool environments are very similar to showers in a lot of ways. I mean, there's lots of water and there can be areas where there's standing water. So um, you just always want to be sure that you're doing whatever you can so to protect your flip yourself. So flip-flops right up to the pool's well, edge. Well, not even shower that. Shoes. You know, they have those little shoes now oh, that do. you can pool wear. Shoes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have pool shoes and while I had shoes on. Oh wow! <laughs> in the gym, and I was in the shower where they're supposed to keep it clean mm-hmm. at the university. Well, um. We just wish you the best. And like I said, just continue on with the medicines. Um, you got the right thing, the antifungals, and hopefully it'll work. It's not working. <laughs> well, but keep doing so it. Sorry. It'll work eventually. Huh? Sarah, <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for your phone call. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. John, you hang on the line. We're going to get to you right after we take our break. The number to call if you have a home remedy or or would like to know a home remedy for a certain condition, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464, or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back on Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. standing member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org.
Southern Remedy is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and by the generous support from you, our listeners. This Saturday on the Thacker Mountain Radio Hour, it's our show from the Neshoba County Fair. Our guests will include Memphis Blues powerhouse John Namath, undercover agent turned author Charlie Spillers, and Merge Records recording artist Coco Haynes. That's this Saturday at 7 p.m., the Thacker Mountain Radio Hour on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio. Here comes Jim can trust in radio built around you. Mississippi Public Broadcasting. This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show, women at mpbonline.org. back on Southern Remedy for Women. I'm Karen Brown. Dr. Michelle Owens here. Dr. Allie Brown. We're talking about home remedies and our phone lines are lighting up. Linda is calling in from Houston. Linda, do you have a remedy for a sore throat and a cold or are you looking for a solution? I have a remedy uh, for a sore throat and this was given me by a Polish friend of mine. Uh, You take about a medium onion, chop it up, put it in a half pint jar, fill it up with honey, and then you might want to stir in a little dollop of vodka or something, you know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just keep it in your medicine cabinet. And when you have a sore throat, you take a spoonful of that or two. And it works. I've, I've tried it a few times. And, yeah. <laughs> I've even heard to cut an onion in half and leave it in your room. I had a Romanian friend or have a Romanian friend that said to do that. Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. doesn't onion go bad? You say you keep it in your medicine cabinet. Won't onion... Uh, in the honey with the vodka, the vodka it, it, does not, oh. it does not go bad. It if, you, preserves. if you have it in there for a year, you might want to dump it and start over. But you know, So it, it has worked for you? Several months. It has worked for me several times. Wonderful. Uh-huh. And for a cold, the best thing you can do is make chicken soup. It needs to be homemade from a real chicken, preferably one that comes out of the yard and not one out of one of these you know, horrible chicken houses. And uh, cook it, boil it a long time with uh, lemon and some herbs and things. And the best chicken soup comes from boiling chicken feet. It makes it really, you know, that gel in there. Mm-hmm. And I always keep some in my freezer in case I get a cold. And if I get a cold, I'll make myself some chicken soup with that. All right. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Linda, Linda's thank chicken you. soup. Thank you for okay. your phone call. Appreciate it. And, you know, Linda, Linda made a reference to something. That was actually on uh, NPR yesterday, um, a discussion about the changes that are being promoted in industry with um, chicken and how chickens are raised and how um, on, you know, chicken farms, et cetera, differences. You know, it's kind of similar to how people went from cage-free, went to cage-free farm eggs and things like that, how they're trying to push for more humane treatment. Happy chickens. Of, yeah. Of the chickens before they actually um, end up succumb, being yes, end up on the plate. Yeah, John is calling in from well, he's somewhere on the road traveling through Mississippi. Hi, John. Uh, what's your um, What's your question I, or comment? Well, 
I, I travel a lot for work, have been for over 10 years now, so most of my stuff is on the go. And, like, one of the hotels I've stayed at, apparently I'm very sensitive to bed bugs and everything, which, which kind of sucks. But I, um, one of the quickest ways, like, to instantly relieve, relieve the itchiness is gel deodorant. I mean, just, like, one swipe, you know, it's just instant relief. Really? And, oh, yeah, I mean, it's that way you don't have to go to the emergency room in the middle of the night, spend a few hundred bucks just for that trip alone. So it uh, it takes uh, care of the itching? Oh, just instantly. How long does it last? Oh, considering I pass right back out within seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's just enough to get you. It's enough to get you back to sleep and you don't wake back up, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, John, do you get a lot of bed too. bug bites? Oh, I'm, they just love me. I mean, it's just, I'll, I'll know if their bed bug's there before the hotel does, before the pest control does. That's pretty good. John, the bed bug magnet, who will let you know how to get the yeah. relief that you need. Well, thank then, Well, the other thing was, well, since you're talking about sore throats and everything, you know, like when you can't drink, you can't eat because your throat hurts too much to do it. I mean, even just to swallow your own saliva. One of the old wives remedies was the gargle vinegar well then it became gargle salt water well i came across uh eating salt and vinegar pringles <laughs> there you go all, <laughs> i love this the thing is also well in my mind as well it kind of scrapes that bacteria off the back of your throat so that's where all that basically resides and then you're actually getting food in your stomach which is the bonus <laughs> If you want to consider Pringles food. <laughs> it's still Solomon, but then you just drink it with uh, 7-Up, which has all the antioxidants in it just as well. Wow. I mean, I mean, for me, it actually went from the part where it hurt too much to swallow, just normal saliva, to where I I can go to a buffet. Vinegar and salt like, potato like chips. Half an hour. That's awesome. So all right. Pringles with 7-Up, and that was all right, I can. The thing is, I had a snack on the Pringles for a while, though, too. <laughs> now, the thing is, it, I mean, it reduced the swelling and it reduced everything within half an hour to me. Well, we awesome. appreciate your call, John. That sounds interesting. I know, Next time John, I have a sore throat, I'm getting the Pringles. There you go. <laughs> Potato chips and soda. <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. Take care. No problem. All right. We're going to stay on the phone because, like I said, people are calling in and Candy's calling in from Decatur, Mississippi. Where's Decatur? Candy? Uh, Decatur is 30 miles west of Meridian and 70 miles east of Jackson. Okay. Awesome. I like our geography lesson. North of I-20. We got it. East Central Community College. Now, you you have a a solution or a a remedy for nail fungus? Yeah, for the lady that has the fungus on her toenails. Um, My brother's dermatologist in California recommended T-E-N-E-A-C-I-D-E, which is a cream that you put on. But something else that I've never heard is what she told him is after you wash your hands or after you take a bath, use the hair blow dryer to dry under your fingernails or under your toenails because it's the moisture that propagates the fungus. 
Yeah, keeping the area dry is yeah. definitely helpful. Right. Because you can't get in there with the towel, but you can. I have a. I got it un, under two fingernails from uh, artificial nails, and I have a little uh, blow dryer that I keep on the kitchen to blow dry underneath, and the, and that with the tennisid seems to help. It's hard to get rid of, but that's what's worked for my family. Well, awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, because as you heard before, um, the other caller who um, was calling from Tennessee is really struggling with that. So perhaps maybe that will help. But you do raise a good point. Um, you know, tinea, or what we call tinea, um, or whether it's foot fungus or if it's ringworm or whatever on your skin, I mean, it's it's along the same lines as any other fungus and mold. It likes warm, dark places. And so um, if you can eliminate the moisture, um, then you can help to um, kind of get things back in working order more quickly. But that uh, the particular uh, cream that you mentioned is called Tineaside, and it's just another antifungal cream. Um, yeah, so it's just another one of those that, and I think it's available over the counter. Yes, I've mm-hmm. gotten it at Walmart. And if you have it under your fingernails, wear rubber gloves. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. And blow dry under your fingernails after you take the gloves off because dampness accumulates right. depending on how many dishes you have to do. All right, Candy. Thank you so much for your call. You're Oops, I, I right, cut her off. She said you're welcome. She's I'm got sorry, such Candy. A trigger happy finger, well, I'm man. trying to open the lines. We have a lot of callers. Let me give the number out if you want to get in. Well, someone just filled up all the lines. All right. The number is one eight seven seven MPB ring, one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or if you can't get through, try sending an email to women at mpbonline.org. And now Crystal calling in from Richton. Richton or Richton? Richton. Richton. That's what I thought. Okay, go ahead. Um, I have a remedy for congestion, whether it's in your head or your chest. You mix equal parts powdered ginger and honey. So it would be teaspoon to teaspoon or tablespoon to tablespoon. But always make sure you have food in your stomach before you do this because the ginger is very hot. But over the course of 30 minutes or so, eat that spoonful of ginger and honey, it makes a dark paste. And it's the ginger acts as a vasodilator, and, and it helps to melt all that stuff, and all that congestion will start draining, and you can get rid of that congestion. You can do it a couple of times a day, and it really does work. I've been telling people about it for 25 years. so. Well, you're an expert then. How long does yeah. it take before they're better? Um, well, the last man I told came in our store early in the morning and I saw him again later that afternoon and he said he had already started feeling better that he was he sounded better even hmm. so you can do it for a couple of days but you have to have food on your stomach or it'll really hurt your stomach that's a great suggestion well, thank you good. thank you it. crystal awesome congestion also, ginger does a lot of good stuff yeah it does also you could put um a half a cup of powdered ginger in a really hot bathtub and soak for about 10 minutes and it reduces your fever oh wow that's a whole lot better than an alcohol bath yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right crystal we appreciate it thank you so much going back to the phones is it lenny or leany Lenny. Lenny calling from demopolis alabama (gasps) demopolis you have a cure for warts lenny Uh, um yes 
the cauliflower type warts, the warts with like a stem or um, skin tags, is you uh, wrap a string or tie a string around it, and then like, what I would do is put a band-aid on top of it, and it takes a few, takes, you know, a few days to a week to kind of slowly tighten it up, and it'll cut the blood circulation off to it, and the whole thing will fall out. Absolutely. Yeah. That that works really well. It even works for uh, extra appendages if there's no bone in them. Sometimes oh, if you have get a little, out of here. I don't no, recommend people <laughs> tying off their no, fingers. No, I'm not telling people to do that, but that's what happens. I thought you were going to say yank on it and just pull it off, which made me no. go. Ooh. It really no, no, does no, little no, no. skin tags. If you go to see someone, they probably wouldn't even numb it up. You can just cut. Now, what is the thing sometimes. about um, duct tape on warts? Doesn't that work too? Yeah, so I've seen that. It sounds like it might be a little uncomfortable, but I've I've heard that duct tape actually can help with warts but i, I know it, i hadn't it, heard about the string yeah no yeah, yeah that's some bling to you i used it on a really big wart and um it kind of gets a little gross <laughs> yeah it turns kind of black yeah because yeah. um, yeah. you're essentially cutting off the blood supply and allowing it to die murder yeah. anybody eating lunch <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not right now <laughs> all right lenny thanks we're going to move on because we have so many phone calls we appreciate Thank your you. call <clears throat> we stay on the phones, excuse me, and Patricia calling in from Drew. Good morning, Patricia. Hello. Hey, what's your remedy that you want to discuss? My remedy is for toenail fungus. Okay. okay. Uh, it's that um, Listerine that had for gen- uh, gingivitis, you know, t- uh, mouth fungus, surrounded uh, teeth and everything. Yeah. If you will soak your your feet in that, oh, at least once a day for 15, 20 minutes, uh, it will help get rid of the toenail fungus. I've completely cured it on one foot, and I'm working on the other foot. How long has it taken for you to do that, Patricia? Oh, six months. <laughs> so, look, and do, here's another question. Does So, we know what happens when we put Listerine in our mouth. It Burns. So does it burn yes, your feet well, the same way? No, it doesn't burn on a healthy tissue. It burns around the nails. Oh, uh, so you can feel that it, you can feel it working. Uh, yeah, it feels good to me. <laughs> <laughs> a masochist. I love yeah. it. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for sharing that, Patricia. Have a great weekend. Yeah, buy a big bottle. <laughs> All right. Especially it's gotta this last day. you six months. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Okay, staying on the phone. Let me get the phone number out because we have a few lines open now if you want to get that call in. It's one eight seven seven MPB ring. One eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. And now we have Mike calling in from the Delta, somewhere in the Delta. And I can't wait to hear your remedy for a condition I have not heard of. What is it, Mike? It's called the Delta Crud. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just uh, you know, it goes around up here, just get an achy feeling, runny nose, just not feeling well at all. Seems to always have when deer season starts. We had a member at our deer camp, and he, uh, he said he could cure it, and so we were asking him to give it to us. He said, if you'll go get a small bottle of Tylenol, and a fifth of Jack Daniels to go home. 
<laughs> and he said, if you'll throw the Tylenol away and drink the Jack Daniels, you'll feel like a million dollars. And it works. Yeah. That'll work. Just don't take all that Tylenol. I agree. Oh, that would gosh. be very unhealthy. Well, yeah, don't go don't go back to the deer camp right after that. Just wait a few hours. Lock <laughs> right. up the guns. <laughs> Moving on. Anne is calling in from past Christian. Hi, Anne. Good morning. How are y'all? We're great. What's morning. your remedy? I am calling about toenail and foot fungus. Tea tree oil is a great remedy. Um, you just mix it with a little bit of water, a couple drops of water, and you just go ahead and soak your nails, feet, hands, and it will do the trick. It's also good remedy for head lice um, because the lice are now um, have become to where they're resistant to all this red that has been on the market for years. Mm-hmm. So it will also cure head lice. Um, if anyone out there has a problem, Google tea tree oil. You can buy it at Walmart. It's under the teas. It is a wonderful oil to use for many different things. Yeah, it does have a lot of really good uses. You know, it's um, a very good um, moisturizer. So a lot of people use it to moisturize their skin. If they have dry scalp, you can use tea tree oil to kind of help with dry scalp. And that's you have educated me because I didn't know that you could use it for head lice. But um, I think it's another one of those kind of um, naturally occurring products that has a variety of uses. You know, people have found benefit um, from using it in multiple ways. Thanks so much for that, Ann. You're welcome. And it is a multi-purpose thing to keep in your cabinet, kind of like witch hazel alcohol peroxide. Keep it and you won't have problems. All <laughs> right. You. Wonderful. Thank you so much for calling. You yeah. know, my, when my son had lice in his hair, I put mayonnaise on it. That was the cure back then. Put mayonnaise and then a shower cap on and you leave it on for, I don't know, a couple days. Mayonnaise and a shower for cap. For a couple days? Yeah, like or 24 hours maybe. I don't know if it was mayonnaise or Miracle Whip. If, if it had to be well, one of the other. Was same. there a tangy zip? But it, <laughs> it killed the lice. It made a nice salad. No, it killed oh the lice, gosh. though. Okay, here we go. Susan's calling hey, in from back. Mobile. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. You have um, a nail, another nail fungus tra- uh, treatment. Yes, yes. I'm surprised that you all hadn't mentioned the Vicks VapoRub because it was clearly good in the islands when people are on their boats and their shoes are wet all the time. They get that yellow, bumpy toenail thing, and uh, they would use Vicks VapoRub. It doesn't like work instantly. You did it every day, morning and night, and um, put on white socks when you go to bed because you've got the Vicks VapoRub on it. And um, as your nail starts to grow out, you just keep cutting back the yellow dead stuff or infected stuff, whatever it is. But the thing is, it does work. And I think Dr. Rick mentioned it one time. Oh, yeah. You know, we've had a, I think one time when we've done a foot show in the past, we've had some um, listeners mention that they have used uh, Vicks VapoRub because whenever we have Dr. Thomas in, somebody always is talking about nail fungus because that's a problem for many people. Um, But yeah, we have heard that before, um, that some people have had really good um, experience with Vicks VapoRub. So thank you so much for reminding us of that. Yes, because it's very effective. All right. Appreciate it. I hope nobody's eating lunch because we just heard about yellow gunky stuff, and then we heard about the black (laughs) (laughs) moles. I'm sorry I'm getting the giggles. Hello to Joe in Scuba, Mississippi. You have a community college there, don't you, Joe? Yes, we do. He's uh, East Mississippi Community College. All right. EMCC. Okay. What's your question, or your remedy, I should say? My remedy is for the hiccups, and... uh, 
you take one tablespoon of peanut butter and eat it and don't drink anything while you're doing it. Oh, oh I like that remedy. I do that all the time. <laughs> I think he needs to get with Mike from the Delta and make him work on something together. So yeah, do you the do Delta that? And hiccups at the do same you do time. that yourself, Joe? Uh, yes, I do. And, and that it does it? That does it. Yeah, I think I it's can't a... drink anything with it, just the peanut butter. So do you feel it as it goes all the way down? You feel it working its way down? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that, that's that is awesome. for thought. I have not the peanut oh i didn't mean to oh. i have not heard actually it's food for hiccups but i have not heard peanut butter for hiccups that's awesome all right joe thanks so much oh, good one thank you all right one final call we have and that's from donna calling from Mo- Mo- today's a mobile show i know all the alabama people are showing up i think that's that's Mikey, great awesome. susan and donna yeah. Come on, mississippi people all right donna go ahead <laughs> Uh, I was hoping someone would have a remedy for very thin skin. As I got older, my skin got so thin it uh, it not it doesn't just bruise; it makes red uh, under. You know, like um, you can blood. see the veins or the the blood well, vessels. It's, well, it's, yeah, it's almost like, like little bruise, bruises. But it's yeah. red, and then my skin. If I scrape it against something, it'll just kind of peel, and I have to keep bandages on it. Yeah, definitely and vitamin C. You know, you want to make sure that you're taking all your daily vitamins, and vitamin C works with soft tissue. Well, that's and good. my dermatologist said it was just because I was getting old. That's true. Unfortunately, I'm sun damage some and things. remedies out there somewhere. Well, the so one of the things I think it's important to um, consider and to celebrate is the fact that if you are aging, it's a whole lot better than the alternative. So that's good. Um, but as we get older, and unfortunately, this starts at like 25, um, the tissues in our body start to change. Um, and it's it's just like, you know, anything else. We use our bodies every day um, and we use our bodies 24 hours a day. So um the wear and tear uh, so you can protect yourself with, you know, sunscreen and those kinds of things to help protect your skin. But the the supporting part of our skin, um, which is made up of things like you may have heard the term collagen, the collagen and other supporting elements of our skin, they break down and they thin and they decrease in amount over time. And so um, the. I think that would be kind of the key to finding the fountain of youth is if you could find something that would actually kind of reverse that process. And while medical, while medical care and medical technology has kind of moved us forward in a lot of ways, we haven't really figured out a lot that can be done once that has happened. Um, but there are some things that can be done to prevent it. And like uh, Dr. Brown said, you know, making sure that you're taken in um, the the normal amount of vitamins, making sure that you are continuing to protect the integrity of your skin um, and eating a healthy diet and staying well hydrated are kind of the best things that you can do for your skin. Donna, we thank you so much. We are completely out of time and we certainly wish you well. Thanks for your phone call. Great show. Lots of phone calls. See, it it, flew flew by. by. It sure did. We'll have to do this topic again because I know there are many of you who tried to call in and couldn't get through. 
So um, thanks for that effort. <laughs> Southern Remedy for Women is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. It's funded in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and by generous support from the MPB Foundation. Today's show was engineered by Jay White, our call screener, Michelle McAdoo. For Dr. Michelle Owens, for Dr. Allie Brown, I'm Karen Brown. Join us next Friday at 11 for Southern Remedy for Women. And stay tuned. NPR's Here and Next, Here and Now is next on MPB Think Radio.